Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Pastor B. Have you ever asked yourself, um, is the um, toil, the drive to produce content on social media, to be a content creator, is it really worth it? Have you ever asked that question or is it just me? Um, well, today we're going to talk about the importance of, of your story, the importance of um, pushing through even when um, things don't always feel comfortable, even when sometimes you may have a bit of a creative lull, all right? So thank y'all so much for tuning into the episode and we're going to go ahead and get started. another episode of the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast. I am your host, Pastor B. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh, and tuning into the podcast. Um, of course, this podcast can be found everywhere where podcasts are available. Please make sure that you download, like, and subscribe. Uh, share this with your family and friends if you're watching this currently um, on YouTube. Please make sure that you um, click subscribe and click the little bell so that you're notified anytime that a new episode drops. Um, today's episode is an interesting one. Um, sometimes I go through um, creative um, lows, right? Um, it's easy to create and have things to talk about, uh, but like when life gets busy, sometimes it can be a little challenging and so you know it's been a minute since I've done a, a podcast episode but the one thing I, I one thing I think that um, that my struggle is centered around is whether or not this is worth it right whether or not being a quote-unquote content creator if being the content creator if it's actually worth it like is it worth the, the hassle is it worth the the um, first the the trouble. So this is February twenty third. I think is when I'm recording this. Um, and unless you've been under a social media rock, uh, you've heard about the the story, um, the Risa Tisa, the Tisa Risa story, um, where a young lady she in very explicit details. Um, details the relationship that she has via COVID or through COVID uh, with this young man. Um, and she starts with the dating, the marriage, and then the subsequent di divorce. And, you know, she makes several disclaimers um, at the beginning. Now, it's a 54-episode um you know, TikTok playlist, right? Um, and like I said, she makes these disclaimers at the beginning, like, hey, this is going to take a while. Um, there, um, I'm going to be honest. And one of the key things that she says is that I am going to tell you things that's going to make me look bad. But I wanted to um, tell my truth so that if a woman finds themselves in the same position that I do, that they don't make the same mistakes, right? And so 
even when there's clear-cut um, instructions, clear-cut um, intention, right? There's no, there should be no confusion as to what her intentions were, right? So as the audience, you should know that, hey, this is going to be probably a crazy story, but it's told truthfully and it's told from an honest lens. And despite her giving all of this, um, you know, prefacing her story with all of this truth and all of these disclaimers, it, it, it never fails. Like people critiqued her and talked bad about her, talked bad about her family, talked bad about the guy, um, talked bad about their, like, no matter how much you cling to truth, no matter how much you, you know, stayed over and over again. And, you know, one of the things I, I felt was very um, interesting and it shows that um, she had a lot of integrity is that even when there were moments in the story where things weren't clear, she would dedicate one entire or at least 50% of one of the episodes to add clarity or to add context, right? And a lot of people don't do that. Let's be real. A lot of people um, will will say whatever they feel will get get them likes without the um, without putting in the effort of adding context. So I was thinking about that. I was like, man, she went through all of this, and people were still demeaning her. People were still acting crazy. And so I was like, man, is it worth it? Like, is being your true authentic self worth it. But I thought about it and I was like, you know, no matter what you do, no matter how many disclaimers, no matter how well you set up your story and say, hey, this is me. I might not always get it right, but I'm being true to who I am. People will always find reason to hate reason to nitpick, reason not to um, even pay attention to the context and just, you know, create narratives and stories when the truth is, is right there in front of them. And so now that I know this, now that I come to grips that people might not always understand you, then my next question to myself is, okay, but what about the people that was intended? to where this story was intended. She clearly states at the beginning that I hope that there are people who hear my story and can identify people in their lives who um, are just like my crazy ex-husband, right? And, and I think that is what we have to, and that's something that I had to remember, is that there are people here who need to hear what you have to say. There's people who um, whose lives can only been whose lives can only be impacted positively if you tell your story. Um, I am currently in a wonderful class um, about being called to pastoral ministry. And one of the things I think that is interesting about this class is one of the first um, assignments that we had to do is we had to 
take a moment and, and embrace our story, right? Embrace every part of our lives uh, from the, the beginning, the middle, um, and the continuation of where we are now. And, you know, I've told some, some people close to me this, that, you know, for a large portion of at least the last, you know, five to 10 years, there was a mental separation in my story. There was like an obvious section of, of my life that I didn't really refer to. Not that it was traumatic, not that it was, or or at least to me, it didn't, it doesn't um, involve what other people will call traumatic. It was, it's just that, you know, the first 27 years of my life that I spent in Memphis, um, I am a completely different person now. In 2024, I am a completely different person than I was in 2009 when I left Memphis. But what I think has happened is that along the way, I've kind of forgotten those <clears throat> moments in Memphis that made me the man that I am today, right? The... Um, the fact that I fell in love with music and Christian music and gospel music all when I was a teenager, when I was a 12-year-old kid listening to um, <clears throat> John P. Key, Spot of the Earth, um, hearing him and Rance Allen come up with crazy harmonies that I never knew existed, right? Those those moments you know, shaped who I was who I am now, like those church conferences and and my friends that I grew up with um, in the Kojic church. And now that I think about it, like there are some things that I grew up with that, um, that the judgmental and, and critical part of my nature was shaped and formed um, back home in Memphis. And I think as I'm trying to you know, grow and mature, there are certain parts of life that I try not to emulate those those habits. Um, so that may be why. Um, but again, I wouldn't be on this journey of, of self-discovery, this journey of um, growing into the person God made me without, you know, those first 27 years. And so, you know, your story matters. My story matters, right? It, it's important that I go back and just kind of look at, you know, how my life unfolded, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly. And if I'm honest with 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 how my life is, has has uh, shaped and formed me into today, then I can be a better witness. I can uh, properly utilize my heritage to help somebody else. And that's kind of where where things are with me right now. Um, and so I guess to answer the question, is it worth it? I believe if God has called you to, to be a content creator or if your passion is creating content, just make sure that it's that your motive is right, right? Um, it's so funny that one of the one of the other reasons that I decided to uh, resume this podcast is that apparently people are, have been missing. <laughs> have been missing these episodes. 
and I've gotten feedback saying, yeah, Brian, like, I use these episodes when I'm driving or, you know, people who I didn't even think were listening are listening, right? So, you know, it's just an encouragement just to press through the the creative lulls that may come to press through um, those times and moments when you feel like you may not have anything um, to offer the world. Know that there is a space for you. Know that there um, there is a lane that you can um, navigate toward, or you can even create yourself. Um, one of the beauties of um, this digital age is that you, I, we have the ability to, to create a lane uh, for ourselves if one um, isn't there, if there isn't a previous precedent for what you um, feel like God is calling you to do, you can create that yourself. So you're valuable. Um, you have a purpose in the place, and I believe that it's worth it. Uh, we just have to stick stick to it. All right. Well, that's all I had to say today. Um, y'all have a great one. Listen, please um, make sure that you um, subscribe to this podcast. Again, this can this podcast can be found everywhere where they're available. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, they're available everywhere. Again, share this with your family, friends. And until next time, we'll see you when we see you. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast. All episodes are available everywhere where podcasts can be found. Make sure that you like the show, download, and subscribe so you won't miss out on any of the future episodes. Remember, real change happens between Sundays. Talk to you soon.